That's weird, though. It's weird that it's happening for some people because the first time this back channel came up, it was pretty much uh, outside the room. I remember someone took a screenshot of it. I think it was somewhere at the bottom. Now it's inside the, the rooms, and I didn't see it in the hallway unless I didn't check. So it's crazy how it's, it's, it's starting like this. And I don't know, Jocelyn, if you have updated your app because there was an update that happened for Clubhouse, but it didn't really have any new like notes like they usually have. But that update kind of is the firmware that probably would have what this feature is. And if I check the spinning wheel real quickly, and I go to, how do you check what version this is again? Is it, in, um, oh yeah, at the bottom, 0 0.1.44. 479 is that what you have to she's probably looking okay but yeah the app update um that you definitely need to to make sure to do to see it mine auto updated and so it just happened to be there um but there is a blog post on clubhouse.com as well as if you go into your small picture in the upper right hand corner and then click on the gear icon in the upper right hand corner and if you click on the what's new um it has the information there about what um what the message what the feature is and then there's a couple of links in there they did update the privacy policy too so just fyi on that and then um yeah there's a couple links to more information Sorry, you can probably totally hear me. I didn't even realize I left PBS. Didn't need to be interrupted. No, it's all good. It's all good. I'm so glad that this is how we're starting this room because this is information that is coming new to most of us. And I'm not sure if everybody has it. And this, let's actually try this. By a show of hands in the audience, if you can see what we're talking about in your in your own clubhouse, can you? Yes, somebody's raising your hand. Okay. So we see one, two. Okay. So two out of four people haven't gotten the app in the room yet. Okay, that's different, but it's all good. It's all good. It's, it's definitely gonna keep coming for sure. And I'm so glad that you guys are able to be here. This is a Pinterest and SEO marketing club. We're running this room for the third time in a row. I'm so excited that we're, we're here doing this once again because this is something that we've been doing because we wanted to understand in the beginning how do these apps work? Do they really work to our advantage? Are we just spending another dollar on another plan? How are we actually using this for our benefits and actually giving people value? So we've been able to do it three times now, which is today's the third time. And we're going to be talking about Diacon versus Clubhub Analytics for Clubhouse Rooms. So we already know, <laughs> If in case you've not been here, you, you need to know this, that Diacon and Clubhub are two third-party app tools that you can be able to use to track your clubs and your rooms based on how you're able to put that out there. You know, you can really track, you know, the, the ratings, how things are working. It's a really, really good way to really understand what your room's about, what it's like, and how it feels. So I know we got our favorites, and I know <laughs> the people's favorites as well, but I'd love Julie and Jocelyn to actually talk about the one that they use the most and why. So we'll start with Julie, and then we'll go to Jocelyn. This is Julie, and yes, I am a Diacon person. Um, that is what I use. Um, 
I don't know. There, I, I have been a little bit absent from Clubhouse recently, just because you know life is happening, the world is opening up, all the things. Um, but in general, it has been easy for me. It automatically tracks everything that I need it to and all the things that I do. So um, just that makes it super easy. So when I dive back into Clubhouse again, I don't have to think about it, and I know that we're going to dive deeper into the topics later. So I will leave it at that and pass it over to Jocelyn. Hey, okay, so I'm gonna go back to a previous conversation quickly. Um, yes, I do have it as an option um, on my Clubhouse like app and on my iPhone, like I updated it as an option, the chat feature, but, but I can't access any rooms and I can't access the chat feature. So I see it on the bottom like of the screen, like they're waiting for me to use, but I can't access it. So I don't know what's going on there. I'm gonna try to like, Undownload, re-download, uninstall. There we go. Uninstall and reinstall. But um, there, there, there's that. But I am a diehard. To answer the original question, I am a diehard Clubhub user. Um, I have tried both. Um, I have looked at both. I, you know, the, the whole nine. Um, I keep up with with what DyerCon is offering against Clubhub, and it's all great and all. But I am a diehard Clubhub user. So. That's, that's my answer, and uh, I'll pass it back. And I'll actually, you know, I, I'll, I'll pose a question, too. Um, Julie, you, it doesn't sound like you use DyerCon for clubs. It sounds like you just use DyerCon for personal. I use mine as well for club. I use Clubhub for clubs as well as my personal. So there's that. I think, Annabelle, you're next. Hi, everyone. This is Annabelle. Um, I'm a business strategist, and I um, have been using the analytic trackers, both DyerCon and Clubhub, um, as well as DH tools from time to time to really understand the health of my room, I guess is the best way that I can explain it. I started out with DyerCon uh, back in around February, um, and it has been an amazing tool to understand who is in each of the Clubhouse rooms. Um, but also, um, as far as clubhub.site, you know, goes, it is the best way to kind of see other people's bios and profiles and all of the rooms on Clubhouse at a glance. So if you're ever trying to do market research or seeing if there's a room that you can hop into um, or trying to see how long a room has been running, right? Um, clubhub.site has been really great in showing a little bit more visibility to a lot of the different rooms. Um, the reason why I continue to use DyerCon as well is because it's such a simple tool. And like Julie, um, they have a way for it to just automatically track your rooms and have a downloadable report. And so I've been using that just because sometimes, um, you know, trying to start a room and, and get everything started, um, there's so many different steps that I didn't want to also be putting in a link into an analytic tracker. Um, so I've been using DyerCon just for the simplicity because it's a part of my system. Um, but I'm also a huge fan of clubhub.site. And um, as far as like CH tools goes, I'm, I'm excited to kind of see what they do around super fans and the people who are coming into your rooms over and over. There's a lot of things in the analytics that you can assume about your super fans. Like you can see how many hours they have listened to you, how many rooms they've been in. You can go back and look at the reports and see which topics they were interested in, but if they can make that even more of a dynamic dashboard, I think that that will be very helpful to anyone that might be like a coach or a course creator or anyone that needs to really build things out on the relationship side. So um, I, I tend to be an analytic junkie, I guess you could say. <laughs> back to you, Faber. 
Thank you so much, Annabelle. That's a, that's great. That's a great point you've mentioned. And with Julian Jocelyn as well, it's great that we actually have, it's pretty much Thai because I'm a diehard <laughs> Daracon fan and I know Julie is too. So we're team Daracon. And then we have Jocelyn and we also have Annabelle as well with Club Hub. So this is what I want us to do because I'm already looking at Club Hub. Sorry, I'm lo- already looking at Diacon and I don't know if Club Hub has this and you guys can tell me because I have the pro version for Diacon, but you can now connect your green room account to Diacon. I don't know if you can do that on Club Hub. Your what account? Say that again. What account? You can connect your green room account to Diacon and track your room on Diacon. Yes. I'm going to share my screen. <laughs> oh, that's a problem then. I kind of like that. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to message Club Hub right right now. Um and be like, "Yo, yeah, y'all got competition. Look at this. <laughs> so when you think about Green Room, Clubhouse, Club Hub, Diacon, Green Room doesn't really have another tracking tool. And if Diacon picked up that way first, then can you can only imagine what development cycles are going right now. Because I saw them when they first started. We didn't even we couldn't even track clubs on Diacon when it first started, when it was in beta beta. I remember when it first jumped. And now it's it's tracking a lot of rooms. It's tracking rooms that people are leaving to. So I don't know, is there anything new from Clubhub that I probably don't know yet? Um, Clubhub does track like how many people left the room, but it doesn't track like where they went. Um, I don't think. Uh, but they did just drop the whole clubs thing. Like you can track, you can download your full club list, like everybody in your club, which is kind of cool. Um, and you can you can track rooms that you're not even in inside your clubs. So I'm kind of excited about that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if that's something that that Green or Club Cheese DireCon does as well. Um, you know, like that full downloadable list, things like that. Uh, yes, it does. Uh, the full downloadable list, and it does track the rooms um, for clubs, even if you are not in the room. As long as you are an admin of the club, then you can add the club to DireCon and track all of those. So I do use it for that as well, and when I'm not in the rooms, I get notifications that they're being tracked and all of that information is in there. This is exciting because... I know one thing about Diacon is that they've really been focusing on community. I know Clubhub has also focused on community, but I think the UI part of it is really catchy for me because if you look at the, and I've been looking at the landing page for a long time for Diacon, when their, when their page started, when they first had their, their homepage, it, it did not look anything close to the way it's looking now. Even now that I'm on it, because I had to refresh, I'm looking at it again, and I'm seeing that they've partnered with Shopify, they've partnered with Eventbrite, they've partnered with Deezer, and they've partnered with Squarespace. So, and now Green Room is on top of that too. So, I don't know where Clubhub is going if Diacon is really thinking about social audio and really focusing on creating content. I really want to know how this is working because if we have the back channel, if we have the DM feature right now activated on Clubhouse and I'm looking at Diacon 
and I'm seeing that Shopify, Eventbrite, Deezer, Squarespace, and Greenroom you can track now on Diacon. What is Clubhub doing that Diacon is already doing that we don't know about? So I'm not really on Clubhub, so Jocelyn, Annabelle, it would be great to hear you know, anything that is out there that could really stand out significantly from our, our last room last, last month. Does anyone have any updates? I think you definitely stumped us. The only thing that I saw, and this is not Clubhub, but um, Tessal, who created the monitor.xyz, monitor.clubhouse.xyz, is also tracking Green Room. He has a Green Room tracker as well. So I know that there are other people who have it on their mind. And I know that um, Gary, as far as CH Tools, is trying to go with social audio as a whole. So I know that there there seems to be this movement with Diarcon as well of giving people a full dashboard of their mm-hmm. analytics. So it's very interesting. Um, and clubhub.site, I mean, even just from the name, right? Um, maybe they would need to switch things up. And I know Gary is changing his name as well to social something. Um, I forget exactly what he's going to name it, but it's, it's going to be more um, social audio based a titling as well. So very interesting to kind of see you know, like, I, I would love to know from them what's behind, right, um, wanting to give people a, a full social audio view and dashboard, because that could be very interesting to see, you know, eventually, it would be great to know, you know, which fans are on Clubhouse, which ones are on, you know, Green Room, what types of content do they like on each platform, this is going to help creators make a lot of decisions, um, which I think that people are kind of considering right now, trying to figure out on their own, but as always, analytics help. So um, it would be very interesting to see um, how these things um, evolve. And with Jocelyn working so closely with Clubhub, I'm sure that they will will bring in some of the green room aspects as well soon. And I don't know um, if anybody's doing Twitter spaces or any of the other social audio platforms because those are growing as well. So it'll be very interesting. Yeah, I, I think so too, because from what I'm seeing, even from an SEO point of view, Diacon has really taken that that visual user illustration that user experience to heart because when they first started they didn't really have all these partners they didn't have any of these like really nice content on their homepage. it was just something blank you just sign up you log in and you're right in there but now i'm looking at their seo just a little bit and their seo description is get detailed analytics about your rooms audience interests and demographics identify the best performing rooms topics and moderators of your club so when i'm thinking about it from an seo point of view the word best performing rooms and then an lsi keyword would which would now be like the leading platform for clubhouse analytics those are two different words but they mean the same thing. So we're talking about best performing rooms and then leading platform for Clubhouse analytics. So if Diacon is with Green Room now, that potentially tells us that in terms of audio, in terms of other things that that we are are doing, especially on Clubhouse, any other social audio app that is not too far away because think about it facebook and twitter those are independent diacon clubhub independent right if you think about spotify spotify is, is with green room but clubhouse is independent so now you can't really have twitter spaces in diacon or clubhub because it's already with twitter and facebook so if there's any other social audio app that's coming 
Diacon could be their first landing space because they already control Clubhouse and Green Room. So I'm really thinking hard about this, guys. So what are your thoughts? Because there's another point I want to bring out about Diacon that is really doing well and not many people are using it right now for that reason. So if you go to Julie, Jocelyn, and Annabelle, I think Annabelle, go ahead, Annabelle. Yeah, you know, I had one other thought because um, I was in a room yesterday all about getting brand sponsors. And they were talking about how, and I don't know specifically which analytics brands are starting to favor, but they were starting to talk about finally, right, how important having analytics over a long period of time are for creators who might be getting brand deals. And what she was saying is that that could be for the micro influencer as well. So the more that we are tracking our numbers, um, the more we are positioning ourselves, but not every number is weighted the same. So I think that another niche that these analytic trackers might end up in is giving a more detailed, you know, brand facing analytic report that our creators could give to brands with the analytics that matter to them. Now, those are still being defined, right? We don't know exactly which numbers matter the most, but um, if we're talking about demographics, I know that that's going to be one if we can pull that data, right? Most people on Clubhouse don't know how to change their hand color, um, or but Direcon is able to do female male, right? So that could matter. That could matter a lot to brands, as well as location in the world, right? Now that um, Clubhouse is getting more graphic, like global, I'm sorry, now that Clubhouse is getting more global, um, it's going to be very important for us to understand what percentage of my audience is in certain you know, places in the world for the brands. And so um, I think that that's going to be another thing. I see um, DireCon making that differentiation. Um, and I think that they could build it out and be something that is really great for creators to actually translate the information to brands and information that they want to know um, versus, you know, being room or moderator facing, right? There's different types of analytics that are important for different reasons. And so we have to also think about it um, in that way if, if we are thinking about brands at all. Yeah, that definitely tells me that with this apps, their focus is not just to show you what's ranking, but more importantly is to tell you the number of listeners that are also being reached based on the amount of influence. Because on Diacon, if you go to the My Club section, you'll notice that there is something like there is it's kind of divided. And it, it's divided in a way that when you see the, the club, you see club followers, you see your rooms tracked, you see the listeners reached. So the listeners reached can be higher than your actual club, which means that if your, your club is, is open to people coming in or, you know, tracking rooms, you're going to get more listeners, which is going to build your visibility. Because when you scroll down, there's a section that says most followed clubs by topic of interest. And then we have about five top interests. We have entertainment, we have tech. We have hustle, we have variety, and we have marketing. So with those rooms and with those those options, people don't really know how to use this analytics to them. So I just want to really like go case study mode, at least for the next few minutes. And we can start with Julie, then we go to Jocelyn and then Annabelle. And we can say from this starting point, when you use this platform like Diacron, for example, what have you been doing that has made a difference in your room impact when you're using Diacon Analytics or Clubhub Analytics, whichever one that you prefer? This is Julie. Um, I, I mean, being able to go in 
one of the tools that's on Direcon that I think I like the most is when you are tracking a room, being able to see where people went when they left your room. Like that's that's a huge thing um, because if they're going into another room that is the exact same thing that you're currently running a room on, something that's going on in that room is not what people are interested in. Maybe it got off topic. Maybe you know could be all kinds of different things. But having that insight and being able to see where people ended up after they departed your room, I think that that's super important. Um, and it and it's a really helpful tool to have and a helpful tool to use just to have that insight. Um, and going back and seeing what your audience interests are. I don't think those are always 100% accurate um, because, you know, people choose interests and then they forget to go back in and do anything with them. But it does help a little bit um, because it, it goes to show you where, you know, where those people are spending most of their time or things that they're likely most interested in. So for me, being able to see where people go after they leave the room, it gives you real-time insight to say, hey, we need to get back on topic or... Um, if there's a particular thing that you're speaking about that maybe you need to move on from, I think that that is uh, important. It's a great point that you mentioned the interests and the rooms people leave for because from what I'm seeing right now, especially in this room, I can see that people, it doesn't tell me what people, what um, rooms people leave for because it's pretty much an intimate room and then on Diacon, when you reach at least 50 listeners, that's when you start to actually track your data. So if you're having a very small room, like under 50 people, you may not really get your audience insights all the time, if that makes sense, because you can't really track that until they are 50. That's one of the cons of Diacon <laughs> that should change because it doesn't like it just means that if you don't have if you have less than 50 people, then your room doesn't matter. That's not true. Some people have impactful rooms and there are only two people in there. There are only three people in there. There are only probably 10 people in there. So you can't really size that based on who's in the room. So I think that's one thing that should change. But just based on interest, and I'm looking at this from an analytical point of view, the, the place that the interest that actually this audience that has come in and gone out, especially with the time we're in, this is about 6 p.m. Eastern. So people are just winding down and we can see that people are interested in performances, they're interested in support, interested in meeting people, networking, and advice. All this sounds like soft skills, human skills, you know, just social skills. It's nothing like marketing or, or hustle. I don't see anything like that. So it also tells me with the time of the day, if you're running your rooms, you also have to think about where, where are people interested in? Are you interested in doing performances at this time tomorrow? Are you doing, are you meeting people? Are you networking? It really helps to actually curate your rooms and you can actually get better data. That's what I think. So that's something I wanted to point out. So Jocelyn, um, you're next. <laughs> if you have anything about Clubhub or interests or anything that's, that's popping right now. Yeah, um, no. Yes, but no. Um, I know Club Hub and I have been working together and in all honesty, I've kind of fallen off the last few weeks, been working on my business first and in my business versus uh, doing a lot with Clubhouse and, and things like that. But um, one thing that we have been talking about and we have been working on and I know it's it's set up on the back and I don't think it's it's forward facing yet, is the opportunity to get sponsors and the sponsors are able to see your data real time in your rooms right then and there. Um, and also your sponsors are able to see um, how that specific room that you did 
did, right? So, for example, uh, you're doing, you know, a room like today, right? And so many, you know, let's say Clubhouse sponsored this, right? Um, then them, they as a sponsor, they, them, the person, the brand as a sponsor can come in and see. Um, I know they're working on that, but in all honesty, I mean, I think DyerCon and Clubhub are extremely comparable when it comes to information that they're giving. It's just they give it in two different ways. So it, I think it really depends on how you like to see your information come through and um, and also how much you want to spend, right? Because price points are also vastly different from what I can, from what I've noticed uh, between the two. But that's just, that's just mine, my kind of, I think so too. That makes a lot of sense because there are two prices and those two price points also have, you know, things on them. I know there was Club Hub. I don't know if it was Ultimate or Pro Plus. There was something that was coming. I don't know. It sounded like it was the biggest package. Is it out yet? Yeah, so that'll give you access to all of your clubs and things like that. And yes, it is completely out. Um, I know with my code, it's like $89 a month versus the 39 with my code that it is. Um, I, I don't know what the actual full price is, to be honest, because I only ever see things with my code on it. <laughs> but, um, you know, so it's roughly $100 a month, right? Which, if you are truly building your brand and um, using clubs to do so, and especially if it's your own club, then yeah, it makes a big difference. Um, but if you're not, then obviously that that's not a huge, huge pull for you. Um, but the nice thing for me, like I said, is I can download everybody in my club and we're retargeting them on Instagram, which makes it way easier to get in contact with everybody and, you know, make our, our brand worth more money for sponsors. So that's how we're rolling. Amazing. What about you, Annabelle? What, what are you working on? Well, for me, it's community building at the moment. Um, brands are definitely in the future, so I'm keeping all that data. I know it's going to be important, um, but I think the first priority for us is really building the community, and so we're using it to build high-level high level nurture and engagement. Um, so we are, um, you know, pulling the reports, um, actually going and building relationships on other social platforms like Instagram and possibly Twitter in the future and getting to know our community really, really well to build a base community, get to know what their needs are um, outside of the analytics as well. But another thing that I use the analytics for is just a check and balance. Whenever I do have a room that goes over 50 um, and it's a niche room, I try to look and see at that interest section, um, am I meeting the audience that I really intend to meet? Do they have the interest that I think that they do so that I can just be you know, basically reassured that my audience attraction, um, since I'm doing more of a niche-based following strategy, that my audience attraction is actually, um, you know, attracting the type of audience that I think would be a future client for me. Um, and so that is one thing that I really do look at those interest sections. And I, I hope that anybody that does have an interest section that they need to update would. But I think that, you know, since Clubhouse is now guiding people in setting those interests as they are you know getting onboarded onto the app it's actually really nice and reaffirming to, to look and see if they're interested in you know the topics that i speak about because it means that i have the right audience in the right room um and then we're then going in and looking and seeing you know who are the people who are coming back over and over again because we see that being the potential for our community 
um, and we plan to monetize that community as well as bring on brand deals based on that community in the future. So we're trying to do really high level nurture right now to build loyalty, especially as these other social audio platforms come out. And I think that that analytic trackers really help us to understand who to prioritize our time nurturing. Um, and so that's what we're doing. I love that. I think the community is the biggest factor of it all because once you start connecting your rooms, if you're a mod in different rooms, the people that even come to your rooms determine the kind of data you're going to get because when you're a mod and you're, and you're really tracking your rooms, whether it's your club or it's not your club, even the data that comes to that information is really based on what are the rooms that you're going into. So even your action, your movement also matters. So it's not just about what are we reading? It's about how are we using this to really boost our con connections with people and also make ourselves discoverable. Some people use the same titles every week and that's what works. Some people don't. Some people try. Some people really don't know if emojis work or if they don't work. So it's, it's really a hard thing to figure out when we're still in beta mode. But the moment you keep testing, that's, that's what's going to start happening. So before we go to JJ, I just wanted to do a quick reset in the room because we have some amazing people that just joined us and we're so glad to have you here andrea steph joanne angel dave meister mr bussy boom and ron thank you guys so much for being here and ashley is also here thank you so much for being here ashley this is exciting you came at the right time because i was just talking about how first of all we have a back channel <laughs> on clubhouse finally if if you don't have it make check it out and see if you got it but there's a back channel so if you have any questions and i'm going to say this if you have any questions send a message to any one of the moderators in the chat on the back chat and we can answer your question if you want to raise your hand feel free to raise your hand it actually feels different to say that because it's always raising your hand now you can actually say you can use the back channel if you want to send a message to us so please feel free to do that and also join the pinterest and seo marketing facebook group if you want to know how to get there just click the link in my bio when you get there you can be able to get in and then once you get to my link tree that's going to give you full access to it you're going to answer about three questions and those three questions are new so if you join prior to the questions you're lucky <laughs> so these next three questions are going to give you some critical thinking before you get in there so we want to welcome ashley um, but I know JJ is here, so um, let's give Ashley a chance to introduce herself for, for a few seconds so that we can get to JJ's question if she has any insights for us. And let's get it started. Back to you, Ashley. Hey, Faber. Thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Ashley with the Purple Background. I'm excited to join the conversation. I apologize for being late. I was tied up with another commitment today. Um, but this has been a hot topic as far as which platform to use, um, especially for measuring, you know, quote unquote, clubhouse room success. So I'm, as we keep digging deeper, and I know um, Jocelyn is on, let me see if I got this right. Jocelyn is team club hub, Julie and Favor are liking, and DireCon, Annabelle, you Annabelle, you always seem on the fence with it, so I'm not sure which one, because um, you, I popped into a, a room you did a few weeks ago, and you covered four different Clubhouse analytic tools, um, so there's that, <laughs> but thank you for having me, and I don't want to take up too much more time, um, since JJ was on stage before I popped in, so thank you so much, and done speaking. No problem. Thank you so much for being here. You guys are all welcome and feel free to join us if you can. JJ, 
Thank you so much for waiting. How are you? Do you have any insights for us? Talk to us. Yeah, hey, favor. I just wanted to let everybody know since I went to his first room yesterday, I set you on always. That's why I'm like now stalking you officially around Clubhouse. So that's why I'm in this room. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting topic. Um, yeah, so, um, and hey, nice to see you again, Annabelle. I, I saw her like long, like early on in my Clubhouse journey. Like I think it was like last year sometime, I think. So it's nice seeing you again, Annabelle. Um, yeah, so, um, and then it's interesting you mentioned back channel. So what's great about the back channel is like, I just came from a room and someone asked me for my, I'm a YouTuber for my YouTube channel. So I was like, oh my God, this is great. I could just go get my link and send it to them. And they're, they're going to go straight to my YouTube channel. I could potentially get a, a watch or a subscriber where before you tell people, oh, it's here and they got to leave the app. They got to go, remember your name, type it up. Maybe they won't, you know, they might misspell it. You know, so there are a lot of lost opportunities, but with the back channel and then the links being clickable, that was just amazing, like right before you called my name. So just wanted to share that. But um, so I, I, I've never used, I've never used the other ones. I think that's interesting. Annabelle, so there's four, there's Club Hub. I've only used Diacon and I just wanted to co-sign and share because you were asking your co-mods on what, what they're doing with the, with the various different analytical tools. And I'm doing something that's something that I'm um, um, Julie mentioned um, the monitoring rooms that people leave your room for to go to. That's actually helping us program rooms. So if so, for example, we're doing a room and we find people leaving for a specific type of rooms, we're getting ideas. We're like, oh, that's a good idea. They're, I mean, we're doing this YouTube room, people leaving a room to go to one about productivity. We're like, oh, great. We, sh we should do our next room on productivity. And we did that. We did a room on how to be more productive, but it was based on that insight we got from Diacon. And I, I, um, and I think I forgot that you could, is it true that it has to have 50 people to get that data in the room? Is, is it, can you, pre is that, is that really the limit? I don't, I don't remember. I, I, um, yeah, so it yeah. is, it really is because you have to be, and and just to also go to what uh, Jocelyn said some time back when, when somebody, when you count someone in a room, they have to be there for at least, I think 60 seconds for it to count. As far as jumping in and out, like it has to tally to about 60 seconds. So it, the 50 listeners, if you don't have 50 listeners actively at the same time, and then oh, your wow. and then your max listeners on your live insights, it's usually duration, max, total, average stickiness total time listen and average time listen so i think once it gets to the max listen and it hits 50 that's when that unlocks i don't know if julie you've seen that or jj if you've noticed that not no i didn't notice that at all i, did, I didn't even know i knew it was 50 but i thought it was 50 to get the data about the gender and that was the second thing i was gonna say is like one with the um with the room um the gender data um because i'm in a field that's really um male focus for I, you know i didn't realize it till recently um really heavy male so when we get to the point we're not there yet of trying to uh, court sponsors for the rooms potentially or do brand deals for the rooms um that's something that's a differentiator that we can actually use so the data not just for just gathering data for our own analytics to know our community but also when we do reach out to other people we can say our differentiator is that our rooms court more female in a male-centered industry so if there is a, a sponsor that actually wants to reach female or want to have the appearance whatever of, 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 of connecting with 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 uh, women who are not you know with you know, uh be more inclusive of communities and they're not popular in that industry we have that as something that we can actually sell knowing that gender breakdown but i think you can get the diacon i don't know club pubs so i don't know if you can get it with that data but i just when julie said that i was like oh yeah that's that's what we're using it for planning rooms 
gender differentiator. And then um, Annabelle mentioned loyalty, the, the number of people come back to your rooms. That's true, because at some point we're giving people moderator privileges for our club. So we want to give people, we want to be able to track to say, you have to at least attended our room so you know how the floor of our room goes, you know about the community in order to you to get moderator privileges. And then we're going to unperk, un- unperk. We're going to um, release different perks for being a moderator on a different levels based on, you know, how many rooms you moderate and how well you're part of the community. So that's another thing is like data about the community for purposes of when we're ready to, you know, branch out and do more things and open it up to have more levels of membership. So just wanted to share that. And then actually ask what's the difference? Um, I know that um, I think Jocelyn said there's two differences between the two. It's the same thing, but data differently. What's the difference? with the data that you guys could say, what differentiate, or maybe one thing that's good about Clubhub that a Diacon doesn't have. Maybe that's the question. Okay, so <clears throat> this is Jocelyn. I will touch on a couple things. One, I love the perks idea. You just like sparked a whole line of ideas off of what you just said, because um, I think it is amazing, okay? So that that just like a good idea. Okay, so there's that. But secondly, um, I am a huge data nerd, like super, super data nerd. And so when I say it's the same data, just presented differently, um, what that means is, yes, both will show you how many listeners you had in your room at any given time, right? Both will show you what your total number of listeners were. Both will show you how long people were staying in your room. But the calculations that DyerCon uses is different than the calculations that Clubhub uses is different than the calculations that Monitor uses, right? So you have to be very, very uh, cognizant of what the calculations are behind the numbers you're looking at, and then you're able to then make those decisions based off of that knowledge. Um, And I think a lot of people will just take those numbers face value, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I think that's great. But what happens is since they're taking those numbers at face value, they're not actually making decisions that will um, match, like, what they're trying to do in their business because they're thinking, oh, the average listen time is this. Well, if you know how the average listen time is calculated in Clubhub, it's if I hopped out of this room and in this room and out of this room and in this room, it'll add all of those times together versus DyerCon does that calculation differently, right? So, it, you know, that, that makes a difference on how you're going to continue on and continue forward with um, with the numbers so okay that was a lot of like a lot of jargon there so just basically look at the numbers understand how the calculation was cut like got to and then use those use that to, to make a decision okay i'm done talking that was a lot <laughs> no thank you that was great thank you so much i appreciate it. i think i've seen you in other rooms and, and you are known as the uh, room monitor data nerd as you call yourself so yeah you, you have a reputation already <laughs> <laughs> thanks <laughs> This is great knowledge to have. And in case you guys don't know, and you just stepped into the room, if you just stepped into the room, <laughs> the announcement, there are two big announcements that happened when I first got into this. The first one, if you guys know about the back channel on Clubhouse, it's, a, it's available, the chat feature. And then secondly, Diacon supports Green Room. So you can track your Green Room rooms <laughs> on Diacon. And this is a big thing because green room and clubhouse when you think about chats when you think about features when you think about connecting especially in green room where things are still green <laughs> for real like things are still fresh you don't really know what's going on you can't tell who's coming in who's going out i've, I've ha- heard a few people that you know have been able to 
you know, get in there. So I, I think at this point, when you really think about the focus and the target and the angles and what you want to do on this, this apps, it's really going to change your experience. And I've been on Diacon since it first started. And I remember so well when Diacon didn't even, you couldn't even like track clubs. You couldn't even, that was way back. I don't even remember how far back that was, but you couldn't even check your account insights. But now that that has happened, it's increased. And I love Diacon too. I forgot to mention this guys. We talked about this last time <laughs> that Diacon has, has um, what's the word, has partnered with ConvertKit. Yes, Diacon has partnered with ConvertKit. So you can actually have newsletters and you can, they waive the fee for your ConvertKit and you can be able to have a newsletter for Clubhouse. So I don't know what Clubhub is doing because I keep coming with different points and I really want to know because Clubhub is great. I love Clubhub, but the, I, I don't really see much of what I can use it for myself as opposed to what like i'm paying for if that makes sense so if that can be justified i really want to hear from jocelyn annabelle because i know you guys are club hub diehard fans and i i don't know because i know ashley <laughs> oh ashley you too okay <laughs> it's fine i think it's three or two but it's all good no problem but yeah i, I really want to know like based on your your statistics with club hub right let's say you're done with the room how do you determine your next room with the features you have because features on diacon are completely like night and day so i i want to know what are the differences <clears throat> okay I'll, I'll jump in here because i have a whole philosophy on how you set up the rooms i'm just gonna say that but i won't dive into that um with that though how i use it to set up my next rooms is i look this is this is something that i do and i, I don't know if anyone else has this but i'm gonna look at the last room i, I track um it tells me when like the dis distribution of when people signed up so like if i have 30 users you know seven percent signed up in the last seven days 20 percent signed up you know the last month etc so i use that and then i also use the what, what my audience is interested in which is things that the club hub obviously drops and i use those images so you know like if if you're live and you're listening right dire counting club hub analytics for clubhouse rooms is a title but it has the like the little stats thingy in the front and has little little tree rooty thing <laughs> i don't know what's called whatever plant okay um emojis right because those have to do very specifically with networking and marketing right which is very important for this room if you're interested in networking and marketing you're going to probably want to know about the analytics behind you know so um i use those emojis to help me decide what words and what emojis i'm going to use in my next room or in my you know my subsequent rooms um so like you know entrepreneurship is the bow and arrow right so there's that um anyway so that that's kind of how i do it to to make make it um more i can't think of my words today guys i don't know more intuitive that's the word i was going for for my next room and continue to move forward but i'd love to hear everybody else does. I would definitely want to hear what Julie has to say about Diacon because I know with Diacon when you use it and you have your rooms tracked and, and like you said when you track your interests when you track your emojis there's a way it plays a role in how people keep coming back and it also kind of plays a role in what type of people come back to the rooms that you actually moderate so have you noticed anything with Diacon as opposed to like what has been said um, by Jocelyn um, Julie? 
I think I use it very differently than a, than a lot of people in this room do. You know, I, I'm not as much on the stats and the, you know, all of the, the deep dive specifics. I probably look at it from a, um, a you know, more surface level than a lot of you dive into it just because of the nature of my business. Um, it doesn't necessarily, it, it applies, but it doesn't all at the same time. So I, I think because I use it more for personal reasons, some of it is on the business side. I just have a little bit different perspective of it. And I mean, in general, I, I think that both of them are very similar. You know, we talked about this last time too, that, that both platforms are very, very similar in what they can provide. It's just kind of, you know, the difference between a Mac and a PC right? Like there's, you're going to be team Mac or you're going to be team PC. It's really one or the other. Um, and at the end of the day, it's going to be what functions best for you. And I, I love the fact that favor uses the, what, what's the thing called again, that, uh, it connects, Diacon connects out to convert kit. Thank you. Convert kit, which I'm super interested to find more about. And I think any way that you can add some sort of an extension or automate something or connect technology together, you know, just the same way that, you know, DyerCon or Clubhub connects into your clubhouse, I think it makes a lot of sense. And make your life easier by adding those connections and make things seamless and have, you know, have your items automated as much as you possibly can at the end of the day. Can I say that I'm so excited that um, you mentioned ConvertKit not integrates because I just started doing, we just like this week or maybe two weeks ago, started doing room notes and one of the exchanges for the room notes is the emails. So now with ConvertKit's integration, we can actually connect those emails that we're collecting from people in exchange for, their, for the room notes um, and send them weekly newsletters and tell them about other stuff that we have going on and promote our videos and things. So yeah, thanks for that. I'm going to, I'm going to leave and go check that out right now, actually. Yeah. It's a really, really great platform to use. Cause when you have convert kit, even though you have another CRM and you're thinking about segmenting, it's really good to really like track down and see how you can be able to make sure that the people that are getting your emails are getting them from the right source. You have the right SSL certificate. You're able to really make sure that your embedded codes are, you know, in your blogs. I love the fact that you can add your embedded codes to the blog. So let's say you're talking about your show notes, for example, and you have your convert kit embedded code to the blog, which is within the article. Now, when you upload it and somebody signs up, somebody that's not even on clubhouse finds your show notes and they sign in and they opt in really <laughs> opt in yeah when they opt in now you're giving somebody that's an outsider a chance to actually come into clubhouse through you so now if that is also creating a lot of voice a lot of you know credentials a lot of credit for clubhouse now i love the fact that i didn't mention this earlier that if diacon has is connected with and they've partnered with shopify <clears throat> they've connected with Eventbrite, they've connected with Deezer, and they've connected with Squarespace. That just tells me that, especially when it comes to Eventbrite, a lot of people don't think about using Eventbrite for free events and using those as direct links for signups so that you can actually create leads through Eventbrite because Eventbrite has a high domain authority when you think about SEO. I don't know if you guys have thought about that or it's being used. Some people used to use it back in the day when it comes to like some people even run ads <laughs> with their clubhouse event links i've seen some of them so people are doing different things to build discoverability 
but are they doing it to test it or are they doing it because they know what the strategy is after that so this could be popcorn style to anyone and if you guys are in the audience too please feel free to raise your hand so that we can you know join the conversation or you can message one of us in the chat on clubhouse anyone can actually answer this question it's open yeah, this is Annabelle, and it's very interesting because people are becoming more interested in creating live events based off of their clubhouse community, and so I think that the event right integration is going to be really interesting because what it's going to do, right, is it's going to give visibility to, like, how many people are in the room, how many clicked and converted, right, and that could be the same for email integration in shop. So this is kind of a big deal when you start to think about like, what are easy ways for me to understand if the people in my clubhouse room are coming over and they're buying, if they're coming over, they're joining my events or even just curious and clicking so that we can start to track and see, you know, what are the points of conversion that are working, not working and that type of thing. And so, and I also think that like, you know, for instance, um, if you use your Shopify shop or, or one of your stores to, um, you know, maybe put a brand product or something like that in there or whatever you may may be doing um it could be very interesting to then give even more visibility to um that type of conversion um as well as just simply to drive traffic so it's so as we are driving traffic from clubhouse rooms this is what's missing in the branding conversation right now right is from the whole visibility right um what percentage of that visibility in that room or not really visibility is the wrong word but listenability or whatever you want to say what percentage of the people in that room that are listening are actually taking action and going somewhere else and so this is a great way to kind of think like are they going to email are they going to go to my event are they going to buy from my shop are they going to my website um all of these things are going to be very interesting for creators to know to make decisions about you know what room titles drive the most action right like those types of things it's going to be it's going to be super cool and i never really thought about even using um eventbrite to market your clubhouse rooms that could be very interesting too i never thought about that um can i chime in yeah yeah so i, I I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that so i'm doing a little bit differently and out of that's about not eventbrite but versus using um, the clubhouse notes to bring people back to clubhouse, I made a calculation that some people would just never go to clubhouse. Clubhouse, I think there is a it's like an average hall. There's a type of I've identified this. And this is just me in my head. I could be wrong. But the type of people that will actually go come to clubhouse, join the community, join rooms is a specific type um, that exists. If they don't exist in the uh, the, the Discord chat server that i'm on right they're not going to necessarily be in facebook they're not necessarily going to be in you know a reddit community they're just not going to come so i'm using the experiences i've had in clubhouse and the, you know with the connecting and having these rooms and sharing these notes and writing down notes based on the rooms in clubhouse to actually get those people outside that would never come to get into the email list so i send them out say hey you, you could make the meeting whatever but here are the notes for it so they'll come in and they'll opt into the notes and then, then they get you in the email sequence for stuff, for products, not necessarily bring it back to the to clubhouse because they're not coming, but to use the information that we got from clubhouse to, to get them on the email. So it's almost like using the emails, the, the notes from the clubhouse as a lead magnet, if, if you will. Um, yeah, so that's, it's just a little bit twist, a little bit different, but it's just, um, that's, that's my experience. I don't, I don't think that those, like some of the like little kids, like they're never coming to clubhouse. Like, they're like, that's for old people, you know what I mean? But, you know, but they, in the YouTube world anyway, they may be interested in the fact that um, clubhouse is where all the people that they're watching on YouTube, like they'll watch Sean Connell, they'll watch Nick Nimmons, they'll watch, you know, VidIQ or Channel Makers YouTube videos religiously every single day, every single week. 
but they're not going to come and listen to them speak or ask questions for them inside Clubhouse. So if I can use that as like, hey, Nick Nimmons has some questions, they'll be like, oh, yeah, what is it? You know, they don't come to me, but they'll, you know, I'll, I'll go to them. I'll go where they are. So that's a little just a different spin. Yeah, I love the way you, th- you talked about that because as, as soon as you were thinking about that, what came to my mind was Diacon have really thought about the user experience of not just the apps that you're using to track, but also the experience after, the follow-up, the continuation. You know, they say the, the event is in the follow-up. If you're able to follow up with someone that has come to you, come through your funnel, acknowledge them, that's a huge thing. And I'm thinking now with Green Room, if you're using... Diacon, if you're using ConvertKit and you have, if you have a podcast, now your podcast has show notes that you can send through ConvertKit. You can segment your clubhouse list from your di- from your green room list and you can be able to have podcasts in green room and still repurpose it back to clubhouse in a way that you can actually maybe do a recap. So there's so many ways you can repurpose content within these platforms. So I'm really looking at Clubhub because the things that I saw on Clubhub that were not on Diacon, are now on Clubhub, are now on Diacon. For example, Diacon didn't have affiliate programs. They didn't have affiliate links. Now they do. Now Diacon has affiliate programs where for each new subscriber that you know pays the payment plan through your, your link, you actually earn 40% commission on their first payment. And then for every other recurring payment, you get 20%. I don't know what the affiliate percentages are for Clubhub, but this is what is happening now. And, and I really love the fact that they're focusing on community, growth and even look at shopify too when you think about referral traffic shop pinterest is a huge referral traffic search engine and if you have a shopify account if you have a shop there and you have your keywords indexed there are so many things you can be able to get and if shopify is connected to your club you can talk about giveaways you can talk about sending your email list codes that you can be able to go back to shopify your shopify has a pixel tracker so you if you start going tech mode you start realizing that all these things are interconnected and you can really use it for a great experience so i wanted to know about the affiliate program from jocelyn or from annabelle when it comes to clubhub affiliate programs so back to you guys yeah, I think Annabelle and I probably are going to have two separate affiliate programs. I was Clubhub's original. I was the OG affiliate. Um, <clears throat> so I have a different deal than every other affiliate out there. Um, so I would like to hear what Annabelle has, and then I can kind of fill in the gaps on, on what I, I have as well. Maybe have you, did you, have you gotten any affiliate payments yet from them? I'm sure um, you have. No, actually, I think I, I have not gotten a payment, and it might be because I need to go and fill it out, um, and I haven't pushed it that much, but I do know I've had a couple sign-ups, so a couple people have signed <laughs> Annabelle, up. Annabelle, I, I signed up, so be sure that you get mine. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like $11 or something so far last time I looked, but I haven't looked, you know, because it's not my main source of income, <laughs> but I'll go check it out. Um, for me, I think I get like, um, I think it's like seven bucks or something if someone signs up. Um, which I'm super appreciative of Ashley for signing up using my link, uh, but but mostly, um, you know, I I actually kind of talk about them not just because I'm an affiliate, but because I think that Clubhub gives you a really good view of what is going on in the Clubhouse ecosystem that I don't think Diarcon does. And um, I think for people that are kind of just feeling a little bit lost on Clubhouse, they, they know that there's a place for them, but they don't know exactly, you know, where their community is or, or which rooms are doing well. I think that Clubhub gives 
really good view of that. So I know you had even asked earlier a question like, how do you come up with your room titles or how do you use these analytic trackers to kind of understand how your rooms are doing? And I've always used Diarcon to kind of go back and repeat successes, right? Like um, my rooms are all at the same time of day, but sometimes I want to try something at a random time, right? So going back and looking, you know, what was that one room that did really well? What day of the week was it? Um, you know, what was the mod squad that day and trying to like repeat that success or, you know, maybe add an emoji the next time and see how that works um, and just kind of go with the flow with that. But also um, we've been looking at the Clubhub dashboard to see all of the rooms that are live because you can see basically how many people are in each room and what the titles all are um, all at one view and i think that that's been really helpful in kind of understanding like you know if i'm titling my room this way and somebody else is you know doing a similar topic but it's like slightly more polarizing or like what topics are doing really well are they really broad or are they really niche like having that kind of like big picture view i think is something that clubhub.site does a really good job of um so we've been kind of mixing the two when we're when we're thinking about you know um what is going to be best for us to figure out you know what is our next move and i think that um you know sometimes having a combination of them it would be nice if, if they all did one thing but i will say that like when i need a clear picture like a really fast clear picture i go to diacom and it'll be even more interesting to see it integrating with all of these things and and showing us those analytics because even if we got like um something as simple as click through right click through from the like um so if you guys go into the back chat there your live link right you can send a live link um and it's going to be a mobile live link right but what if we could get that click through right what if we could get the link sent someone clicked right to our website and get that information um i think that that's going to be very informative for us so uh, especially and uh, you know uh, if it tells us the name and the instagram handle and um and then we can tie that into other analytics that we have on our web pages and, and whatnot so it's becoming more dynamic and we're getting more information which is way better because in january we were just taking screenshots on our phones so um it, it's helping us and that's why i i really give the shout out to um you know clubhub.site and on and ch tools because you know they all help us and they all have free versions that help um, and then, you know, uh, they do throw me a little bit of money if someone signs up with my discount code. Um, and that's just kind of a perk, just knowing that the community has more information to create more. So that's my story. I'll pass it to Jocelyn for her. Yeah, so I was the OG, <laughs> like the original. Um, and so uh, I have a huge discount. I should say huge discount, but I have a discount for anyone that signs up with my code. So mine's an affiliate link and a discount code all wrapped into one. Um, and I have recurring payments turned on for mine. So every time somebody pays with my code, I get money, which is exciting. So um, I get paid out like eh, once this a month, depends on when I ask for it. Um, and usually my payments in the 300s. So I started, um, back in January, March, January, February, March, April, April. Um, and so I've gotten paid once a month since then. So, you know, do that math for yourself if you'd like. Um, but I make a recurring 25%. So um, it's a little bit different, but like I said, I was the OG. I was the one that helped set up the, <laughs> their affiliate and, and I changed my affiliate amount. So I think my affiliate amount is a little bit lower than Annabelle's, but I took that, that extra payment and I passed it over into a discount uh, for those that signed up with so yeah, that's my story. Mm -hmm. Now I got a question for you. <laughs> this is the question. Do you remember when you talked about room value? Is it still there? 
and how effective is it because i know that's one thing diacon does not have ah uh, yeah i forgot diacon has never room value so um i believe it's still there no it's not it's not there anymore yes it is stop yeah this stuff i can't see guys i'm so super tired today i don't even know what my problem, what my problem is but yes it's still there it's extremely effective i've made <clears throat> lots of money off of room value <laughs> Um, so, it, and, and this is just a starting point. So I take, um, as, as an example, I take the analytics from my room. So like the room I, I keep looking at is the last room I did. It was like this morning, I think. Yeah, like this afternoon, this morning, right? And I think there was like 50 people that came through it. It wasn't my room, I was a co-host. And um, so I'm able to say, okay, there's gonna be 50 people there, right? We're going to post it on the Instagram twice, right? And that makes, you know, that makes the income or the, the cost, the sponsorship cost obviously go up. Uh, we'll send out an email before, and then we'll send it an email with, um, after the room with the, with the like show notes of the room basically. Um, and then we also add in um, a blog nine times out of 10, depends on the client. But, um, depends if they have the, the ability, uh, but that way we're really increasing our value and we're able to say like you're not just you're not just sponsoring a room right that one time thing for that that 59 minutes right like is <laughs> one of one I'm looking at right which is worth about 75 dollars based off the numbers that happened here, um, but you're also going to push that forward and the other thing and this is the nice thing about the clubs feature of Clubhub is you're able to look at what your club is doing in general. So if somebody wants to sponsor your club for a week or if they want to, you know, whatever your deal would be, you can then take that information and, and kind of disseminate that into another price point, um, which is really nice. Uh, so yeah, but it, the, the cost per cost per room is still there. Um, it is still functioning. Um, it is still my formula <laughs> and it works. Yes. When you said the formula, now I was thinking, what type of formula does it work for every single room? And okay, you're, okay, I see. <laughs> okay, tell me more about that because I want to know how it really makes sense. Because in my mind, the only way I'm thinking about room value is the people that come in the room one, how dense the the title of the room is. And the club, how you know reputable the club is on Clubhouse. So the room value, how is the calibration? Because that's something I really want to like. I'm I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. So the only rooms I've had sponsored up to this point are recurring rooms, meaning they happen over and over again. Like this Dyer County Clubhouse room. This is the third time we've done it, right? So we can look back at the data of the other two times and benchmark what we can expect going forward. Um, and so that that is one i i don't do one-off rooms i find they're really really hard to um quantify and push forward and the value at least from what i've seen the value for a lot of my clients not not necessarily huge not saying that it's not great but if you're going for that brand awareness campaign that audience building campaign you want to be in front of those people more than once right um and that comes from from hiring influencers that speak on whatever subject more often than just that one time, right? Like that's great that you have, you know, 15,000 followers, but if those, you know, only 5% of those followers even care, they're not gonna come into the room, you know, just that whole thing. So um, we do recurring rooms, so we benchmark off of itself, but then the actual formula benchmarks off of what you have done in the past and also um, 
like kind of where your rooms are at and then also what that specific room did right so how many listeners did you have come in how long were those people hanging out right and it's benchmarked off of the idea that you're going to do a reset once every 10 15 minutes which that's when you're most likely going to mention your sponsor so you know if they're if they're only getting mentioned once because people are only staying in their room for 10 minutes then it's a very different room value than if people are staying in your room for 45 minutes um and you can mention them three times right so that's that's kind of how my formula laid out that makes sense it's pretty it's pretty nice and i want to know too from annabelle do you also have that same procedure for your room value or do you even use it (laughs) i want to know you know it's really interesting because i'm i'm more on the coaching side so as far as brand room value um i think that average listening time and time in room based off of users in the right demographic is going to be really interesting to them um however um i i am also looking at what is the basically customer lifetime value of the human beings in the room, right? Um, and I think this kind of aligns with what Jocelyn was saying a little bit, um, but I'm really looking at it as, um, you know, lead generation and also nurture for um, clients. So based off of, you know, the people in the room, how many of them do I think are a qualified lead? And that qualified lead has a dollar amount for um, customer lifetime value. If it's somebody that is, you know, a client and coming back over and over again, they're most likely to buy an upsell product or a done for you service. Um, so their customer lifetime value goes higher. So I think that there's more than one thing to really consider. Like one is more like brand facing room value. And then the other is like more on the business side of, of what is the lifetime value of the leads that we are actually generating in each and every room. Um, but I think it's gonna come down to, um, you know, stickiness, community, like repetitive um, listeners, right? I think that's gonna be really important. And then um, if they're staying in the room or listening to the conversations that are gonna most align to a brand. So that's why I've been doing it. This is Johnson. I'll just chime back in and just say, I only mentioned part of the formula when I said, you know, how long did people stay in the room? We also look at like the bounce rate and things like that. How many people actually came, how long the room was, all of this stuff is, is in there. But, um, for me, I just, I use that as an example because that helps, um, quantify what they would be worth. Right. If you, if you, um, meet somebody you never say what you do they're not really a lead <laughs> right like they're not a lead because you've never said anything about you know what what services what you could be providing them so yeah that's kind of i just wanted to kind of pop that in there but i i completely agree with annabelle that you know that stickiness and, and how often people are coming to listen to you is really really important and i know i do like 99 percent of my rooms underneath my club my main big club um, and so it does tell me, at least in Clubhub, it will tell me like, uh, I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking of the word, um, maybe I should just open it up and it'll tell me the word that I'm looking for. Uh, it'll tell me my member activity and the top listeners that are covered, the top time spent in rooms, and that's got the people listed out, <clears throat> how long they were there and um, or how many listeners were in that particular room and how long that person has been in rooms over that that course of that time I think it's like a week um so that that also helps me too when I if I'm trying to sell something it, it gives me that idea anyway now that definitely makes sense it just makes me feel like when you're in this rooms and you're actually conducting rooms the titles really matter how long the titles are really matter 
because even if you're sharing it to Twitter, for example, that counts as metadata, if in case you guys didn't know that. So the more you're able to even push that out there and you have content that people are searching for, you're in the content feed and you're populating Clubhouse through your Twitter cards. If you're doing SEO right, you can end up having rooms that are bigger than you <laughs> than you ever expected because it's true, <laughs> you know? It's, it's really true. Like, you, you just don't understand how effective... You can have a room you're like oh i only got five people in this room that's because you didn't post anything you didn't capture anything you didn't you didn't you didn't you don't have anything to lose really because you didn't put in any effort so if you're able to really track this rooms make sure that your club is cohesive have your club i for my club i want people in my club to meet each other and people have met within this club and that's the whole point of having a club in clubhouse you need to connect it's not just one-time shows it's not, it doesn't work like that and that's why i think even the founders talk about having recurring rooms as a very effective way of being on clubhouse because that way you can curate your rooms just like you can be able to make that happen so it, it's really great that we're talking about this today a quick reset before we go to philip this is a pinterest and seo marketing club you can also follow the pinterest and seo marketing facebook group as well click the link in my bio and you click on my link tree you can request to join and you can follow the pinterest and seo marketing facebook group because when we run rooms in here we also go live on our facebook group and it gets really intense so if you want to be part of that sometimes we jump on a zoom call from clubhouse so it can really go any way depending on the room conversation so make sure you guys are able to tap in follow the club because once we get to a thousand members a thousand followers it's about to change a little bit we're gonna switch a few gears so that you guys can really enjoy being in this club i don't know about clubs but i just feel like expressions are, are great and i can see already ashley is already trying to join so i'm gonna put you in as well feel free to join us guys it's a really nice place in there feel free to express yourselves because people will be going live in there and we'll just have a great time so with that said we're gonna go to philip Thank you so much for joining us today. Do you have a question? And if you do, let us know if you use Diacon or Clubhub as well because we want to know more about what you do. Hi, Paris. So good uh, afternoon or whatever part of a day you have. Um, and ladies, good to see you again. I think we met um, each of us um, already uh, before. So um, for those of you who a little bit follow my story on Clubhouse, I am a data scientist who puts uh, his uh, master skills into uh, help of the metering clubhouse because back then before the diacon and clubhouse there were not a lot of options so um to start with your question favor i actually am both diacon clubhub and a few other tools user actually a heavy user and um but what i also like to point out is that these tools only measure that much so we actually commissioned a study to also do some general user behavior analytics, which um, because all of the Clubhub diary cons and similar things only measure the specific rooms and specific accounts, but they don't tell you that much of the general um, behavior of the users. So that was what was kind of uh, important for us. So we do an open uh, book project. So if anybody interested, it's on themightydata.com where there are free slides to take. But one thing which I'd like to bring discussion here is that one thing which was pretty promising and then got a little bit silent, and I think I second guess the reasons for it, is, is the demographic analytics of the audience. And um, I would have two comments to that. So first of all, Diacon attempted to do um, age demographics of the audiences. Um, I had a little bit of the backstage discussion with them 
because there are essentially two methods to do that and one of them is pretty off uh, the reality and unfortunately they picked that one I'm so happy to chime more details but I don't want to kind of uh, hijack the discussion in the direction unnecessarily um, and but there is no um, geographic demographics and this is something which a lot of uh, audiences and a lot of um, creators have been craving for so to know uh, what is the geographical makeup of your um, of your audience or of your usual room setup and that is something which is still not happening so that's a bit disappointing and I think this is one of the bad things because a lot of the other social media actually do offer this chance so when it comes to kind of a very specific targeting demographics is something with marketing for good or bad is the first choice and this is pretty missing in the tools that we have available on Philip and Uncomplete that's a great point you mentioned because with the other tools as well there is not really much going on when it comes to tracking because we're still in beta if you really think about it you know and all these things we're talking about are still getting developed so we don't really have like a fully established interface that we can say okay this is the the tools and features because now we have shopify we have deezer if you have a podcast and you have a green room you can track that and if you have deezer that's also a great platform for you to use so it's so amazing how you've mentioned this philip and and because you mentioned about data science too and i can see the german flag too i want to ask this question because i i think i got to ask this question to to someone i think jocelyn was here which was about clubhub because if you look at the emojis i don't know if it's changed but the emojis on clubhub the german flag had a lot of i think it was high engagement so i don't know if it's because of the users or maybe because it's ranking in the app store that it was number one but did you see anything like that when it comes to analytics because i noticed that i don't know if it's changed i haven't gone into club in a long time but the, the flag was like number one right before entrepreneurship so i'm not sure if that had anything to do with analytics or just discoverability yeah, so emojis are kind of a separate thing. We did some research on that. To be honest, more on kind of how they're prominent in rooms, invites, and um, titles. But when it comes to like prominency, I mean, think about it. Germany was actually the first European market after the US, which was starting Clubhouse, and it got really big. And it is very often a bit sad that the app. I mean, Clubhouse is so US-centric because a lot of large communities actually come out of the US and I would now bet that the activity of the Clubhouse is more coming from the non-US communities and German is a strong one. I wouldn't say the strongest one because after the uh, open for Android, of course, markets like Brazil and India take over. But before that, Germany was certainly one of the strongest ones. Um, so that is probably thinking in the right direction. Now that makes sense. It, it makes it clear for me that un, that's understandable because sometimes it's, you don't really know. And even if you think about it, like with India too, like they've really come into the app as well. They've built a community. It's, it's great. People are opening up. So I believe that at some point it's going to grow. Even there was a town hall for, there was an African, a Nigerian town hall not too long ago, you know, trying to highlight, you know, the African countries and everything. So there's so much coming to Clubhouse that we're not sure how it's going to pivot, but the way it's going and with this chat feature now going on, I really don't know how it's going to play out, especially for people in the room, in the audience. I don't know. Does someone have to search for your name? So 
like you said, discoverability is something that is still being looked at. And, and I'm glad that you brought it up. So guys, we have about 22 minutes to go. So if you have any questions, feel free to raise your hand and ask us, but we're going to talk about this chat feature real quick. I don't know if everyone has it because if actually before I ask this question by a raise of hands, I was just about to ask Jenna is coming up. If you guys have this back chat feature, please let us know and let us know how you feel about it. Jenna, welcome to the Pinterest and SEO marketing club. How are you? I'm great. I have a confession to make. I just came up so I can see the back chat because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh no. So do you see it in your hallway? Um, no, I mean, like, I just, I haven't been on stage with other people since they added the feature, so I just want to see what it looks like. Oh, got it. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, sure. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and I'm also think you're welcome, because now that you've been mentioned with the back channel, there are, there are two sections. There's a chat section, and then there's a request section, and then on the top right is where you can actually add the followers. So... You know how people do it on Instagram naturally because we didn't really have a back channel feature on Clubhouse. Now I'm wondering, do these chats stay after the room closes? This is just something, it could go popcorn style because I don't really know yeah. how this is going. Okay, so I, I earlier today I was in a room, I wasn't on the stage, but I was in the audience and I um, sent a message to Suman um, from the you know, in the chat and she didn't see it while she was speaking on stage. And about an hour after the room had closed, she responded back and said, Oh, hi. And I said, I'm just, you know, just experimenting with it. And then like two hours later, I saw it and I said, Oh, I guess we can chat after the room closes. So I didn't realize that it would be something that would be that you could initiate the conversation while in the room with someone, but then you can continue to have the chat. I thought that it would only be limited to the period of time where the room was open, but apparently not. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Ashley, did you want to say something? Because that, that's a really great point, Jenna, you mentioned right now. Yeah, I, I just had an observation here that, that um, just with how people have been using DMs or getting people onto Instagram and things like that, um, I feel like I'm getting older because every time something new comes out, I'm like, I hate it. <laughs> and then I start to get used to it. <laughs> so I'm this old lady. I'm like, no. I'm with you. I'm with um, you. But yeah, I was actually added to a group, group chat on here earlier today. And I didn't see it until I opened my app to come onto this room. So that I thought was interesting. I also see like on other social audio apps, they do more like a room chat room, which that setting I was like, oh, okay, I could get behind this. But as far as the DMs go, I just had to chuckle because I'm like, everybody who invested in Instagram bots is or, and the autoresponders is going to be so mad right now <laughs> because then you can't do that with Clubhouse. So um, I'm sure someone will come up with a, sol uh, with a solution at some point when the API opens. Again, just like Faber had said, we're in a beta level app like we are the testing group they're listening to what we have to say they're monitoring how we use it they're figuring out what is successful and what isn't um and so yeah i i don't know about this whole thing i i there's a little dot um for when you get a new message it's it's it looks like clubhouse 
but it's also ugly um <laughs> from an aesthetic um perspective so it'll be interesting to see how people use this feature or if people end up using it at, at all um because i noticed they opened up the app to jump into this room one i was running late so i was like okay and then i went to the bottom right corner to see my buddy list and that was gone that was just the just the airplane um there for the chat feature so it'll it'll definitely take some getting used to um but how i use um a back channel um one kudos for the name because i do think that's clever and i think that that is cute that they've leaned into the culture that that the clubhouse community has created um we as the content creators have created um but right now just to give you a perspective i have my android phone available for text for my family i have clubhouse on my iphone right now in front of me to be able to watch the room um scan the scan bios take a look and see what's going on um i have one monitor up with a group zoom with favor and jocelyn because they were able to shit jocelyn they're waving at me right now <laughs> um because they were able to join it for the mod squad and then i have another monitor up with a back channel chat that we have on instagram um that's connected to my laptop right so that is my setup right now and i like my setup because it, i can do things very quickly and efficiently and fast having the dm feature baked into the app i think is really great for those who aren't necessarily on here primarily for business and and somebody please come up here and be like actually no that's wrong this is the perspective here but if i'm a moderator on a stage or even a lead moderator which favor is doing an amazing job you have some serious brain power today because you're doing <laughs> i can't do what you're doing right now um but if you are monitoring the stage you're watching for flashing mics you are paying attention to who's in the audience you're scanning people before you let them on stage now you've got a chat feature that you've got to look at maybe not all of your mod squad knows it or uses it so now you also have it like it's a lot and i think that um it could take away from the experience or the conversation at least for a lead moderator um and there's things that um that a lot of us do I see experienced moderators not only on stage but here in the room where we've created mod squads or teams and then we all have support roles to make a clubhouse room compelling and interesting and and quote unquote successful but yeah it's just it's just like a lot of distraction and that's kind of been my personal resistance against you know like Facebook announcing a social audio feature. Like great, that's awesome Facebook, but how are you going to get them away from the lives and the streams and the groups and the notifications and the images in their feed to have an audio conversation? Like I just I don't know. We'll see. Um the people are going to take it and do with it what it will. But those are just some of my initial thoughts on this particular new feature. And then 
Hey there. Um, I think I'd like to piggyback on what Ashley said and probably add a few things because I was preparing a kind of a room next um, day with the uh, most important things. So let me offload some of the facts that have been already um, recognized and collected about the chat feature. So first of all, um, maybe also to Jana, it's not necessarily linked to the stage. So it's actually a chat that you can use anywhere. It's more kind of really like Instagram message. So you don't have to come onto stage to use it. Um, you can feel yes. free to use it anytime and anywhere. I noticed um, that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can even use it for the group chat up to 15 people. That is the limit that is now set. So you can create really kind of a group chat the way that you're used to, I don't know, Facebook or other social, um, social media. What is the most interesting and more fascinating thing for me that the links work are clickable in the, uh, in the back channels. So if you actually include the link, it works and it takes people. It is also a bit scary because it doesn't provide any previews. So be careful about clicking on things. It can really take you some malicious places as well. But actually this is a breakthrough because now you can really um, kind of a convey a message on external content through the messages as well. And what is also interesting is that it works kind of a permanent chat. So you can't delete the messages. And um, if you have a group chat, there were usually a rules, especially for WhatsApp, that you only can see the conversation from the moment you joined. Actually, in group chat, you see everything when you are edited later. So just be careful about it. If you uh, badmouth somebody and then try to invite him or her into the group. And the last piece which I wanted to say here is that the actual um, communication through uh, through the back channel is um, working in a way that. Um, um, there are some rules um, who can give you a message directly. I will not go too technical here because it's described in the release notes. But what is interesting, once you actually grant a permission, you can't take it away. So be also very careful whom you actually agree to have uh, back channel with because then it becomes permanent. And the only way to get rid of it is to block the person as the blocking per we used to know before the black, uh, back channel. So the usual blocking of the clubhouse way. So that's all I had to say. I'm Philip. I'm complete. This is amazing. This is definitely, this is why we have this room every month because we get some in, incredible information. I know Annabelle, you, you were clapping. Do you have anything to add on? Yes. Yeah. You know, it's very interesting because one of the reasons why I love that Clubhouse didn't have a back chat is the growth that you can have on Instagram by driving people over there, you know, to either go to an I, um, a live link or to um, to message you. But um, today in my room earlier, a lot of people did message and it was relevant to the room. Like, hey, gotta go. Um, and like kind of things that you would kind of want to actually hear in the back chat, you know, as well as thank yous. Um, but I am definitely going to try sending out a live link tomorrow um, just based off of a freebie from a business standpoint. I think that it's really cool to make the journey for anyone really short to get on your email list. Um, so although that might take a little bit of the traffic away from Instagram for now, um, it kind of opens us all up to an opportunity to kind of think creatively, like driving people to content over there. Um, and, and it is going to be a little bit labor intensive. So that's what yeah, Ashley was saying. I did just like literally last week invest in the bot um, to help me with some of the DMs on Instagram. And, you know, who wants yet alone another inbox? But because it's live and it's dynamic and it's right there, 
if I have scripts that are already prepared and I'm copy and pasting responses in the room, that means that people can get on your email list in the room. Um, and so I, I don't think that I could really manage like modding a room and having a thorough conversation with someone, but I could get them a link to get on my email list with a script really, really easily. And so I see that being as a way that, that, you know, if we do put the little effort and preparation in before our rooms and we do the calls to action, I'm, I'm excited to see how that converts. Um, I think it will be very interesting. So yeah, excited, excited to try it out tomorrow. You know, new things are always a little scary and fun at the same time. <laughs> and here I am sitting, feeling super like left out. I updated my, okay, it doesn't work on Android per use. So I updated my iPhone app and now I can't log into Clubhouse at all. Like it keeps kicking me out. It doesn't matter what account, because I've got multiple Clubhouse accounts, it doesn't matter what account I'm logging into, I will log in, be able to see the hallway, and then it'll like kick me out as soon as I try to click on anything. So here I am feeling super forlorn and left out. <laughs> like, no, oh, God, Brandon. Jeez, I want a bad chat. <laughs> You'll get it. You get it. You're not missing much. There's no gift, gifts, whatever you want to call them. You can't tag anybody. Oh, no. Um, I, need, I need gifts. I need gifts or whatever. Yeah, you know, I need, I need all that entertainment. Well, and what I would find interesting, I haven't been able to be as active on the app over the last couple weeks due to client work. But what I'd be interested in is, is um, Annabelle, I think you've had a couple rooms about this, or maybe just in the social media rooms that we've done in the past. Um, we've, we, I know that I've talked about it at least. It's DM etiquette when you are trying to connect with someone on Instagram. And you're, we've had to coach and kind of explain to people, sending something, hey, I love what you said on Clubhouse is not great feedback when when you do two three four clubhouse rooms a week or a couple ones a day or you hosted your own and then you were in someone else's to support and then there was a last minute conversation that you were able to jump into because your time freed up or however that looks like and so i think it's something that's also going to be super super important if people are wanting to connect this way in the back chat even more so um just because when you are moderating, at least for me, I have to focus on what's going on in, on stage. I have to focus on what's going on in the room and what my mod squad is explaining to me. So if someone is being kind or ask, wanting to ask a question um, through text instead of coming up on stage, there's a greater possibility of me missing that. Um, I think that if they sent the feedback in the room saying, hey, I love what you just said, that helps with context so long as I can see the message in the room. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that it's definitely interesting. I, I want to see what this does for Instagram growth because I have completely benefited from that. You know, I was pretty non-existent on Instagram until I jumped on Clubhouse in late January. And I mean, my first month over mo month numbers were, you know, an increase of 865% because I wasn't doing anything. It's easy to jump high when you start from zero and you start using the platform. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. And I'm also curious to see what will happen because Clubhouse has mentioned, um, releasing their own analytics tool in app come 
August, I think, was the last I heard. I missed this. Okay, Annabelle slashing your mic because I missed the last town hall, and I haven't read Christian's recap notes, and I'm very, very behind on Clubhouse. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what happens with solutions like Direcon and Clubhub. I mean, I feel like they've gotten the jump start ahead of Clubhouse per se because Paul has been very vocal in the past against needing that or providing that or understanding why we want it and so it could be one of those where yeah we are still paying for these solutions because what clubhouse is able to provide isn't necessarily as robust as these other tools so i'm done speaking now this well, is a, oh go ahead annabelle i was just gonna say um these tools are taking direct feedback directly from clubhouse users so you know it'll be interesting to see when clubhouse put out puts out their analytics what analytics are important to them or that they think are important to us because um these other tools are getting feedback you know built directly with jocelyn and jocelyn i just wanted to let you know um the app let me dm you even though you don't have dm on your side so you're probably um gonna miss some messages if we can't find a resolution for that and that's so weird um if android users don't even have it and they're on the list where you can dm them <laughs> so really weird <laughs> Jocelyn, I feel like you're probably blowing up right now. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, so I have two different accounts on Clubhouse because, well, I'm that kind of nerdy, um, and I like to test things out on my throwaway account <clears throat> versus, yeah, I can't even log into Clubhouse right now. Like, it literally immediately says, like, oh, we're having an error with logging you in, um, and I've tried both accounts, like, oh, maybe it's just one account. No, doesn't matter can't log me in won't log me in and if it does finally let me in it like almost immediately so like here i'm gonna show the people on zoom so they can see it but so like it's logged me oh they can't see it at all that that's okay whatever and i like go to click into this and it says there's an error logging you in please sign in again yeah yeah no i know what it's supposed to look like I, I, i i can see it but like if i try to click on it it like immediately logs me back out so, uh, no, no, I even updated my iPhone thinking, okay, well, maybe it's because I'm a little too low of an iOS or whatever. Nope, nothing, no clue. So, um, yeah, I can see it, but I can't actually open it without... Stop laughing at me, you guys. No, okay, so, J- Jocelyn, you're missing this. So I went back out in the hallway to see what else I missed in this update. And I'm sitting there cracking up here because there is a room right now in my hallway that is no talking DMs only. Like we're not even 24 hours in guys. Come on, come on, no talking. I'm just like, I gotta love it. Like they're exercising it. But at the same time, I'm like, we are on an audio app people. So. Which, which I can understand, you know, that's where the founders had their reservations with releasing this feature. But yeah, it is, it is, oh, my hallway refreshed, but it was, um, yeah, DMs only, um, no talking. Um, yeah, here it is, uh, H slash T Nina. I don't know what that part means, but, um, yeah, no talking DMs only. And there's, there's, um, five people on stage. But the room, there's 82 people in there. Those and are there's nine speakers. Those are 82 DMs going back and forth. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> they, I can see you just 
Oh, Jocelyn. I think, Jocelyn, because why that is happening to you, one, it could be Wi-Fi. Two, maybe because you're logged in on, on, on Clubhouse already. Three, Club Deck was doing me dirty because I have not been on there since they updated their app. So, <laughs> so one of them could be the problem. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. The first time I had, uh, it's, it's just taking me back because if I if you go all the way back to I think season two of my podcast, I I was talking to uh, I forgot his name. Oh my god, damn, I forget. But I featured if I remember as I'm speaking, I'll just say his name. <laughs> and he said and he told me that he thought that Clubhouse was Tinder the first time he came on the app and he's really doing well right now on this app but when i when i yeah <laughs> i wouldn't say the name but i remember it but anyways the guy he was really really good with his content and i love the fact that <laughs> he mentioned that so now that there's a chat feature on an audio app it's going to change completely because for me, the only way I can use this chat feature extensively and with responsibility as a professional would be to maybe set up a chat with the number of people. <laughs> and when I said the chat was like, you can't send pictures. No, you cannot. <laughs> no, Jocelyn. No, you cannot send pictures. Because if you do, this app is going down South Valley. 
<laughs> trust me, really quick. There's already a DM feature, so you can imagine if the pictures were enabled right now. <laughs> you can imagine what would be going on in there. So I would use this app and literally ask it for everyone's consent and say, okay, we're gonna put in a group. And then that group chat is gonna turn into a private group that I can now create a link for, or maybe have a closed room that I can have with the people that I have within that chat. That's the only reasonable way I can use this. But if I wanna use it for pictures and yada, 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 I'm not gonna be doing this. So I don't know what you guys think. Well, I, I'm, with, I'm with AB in, Annabelle for those who sorry that just kind of slips there Annabelle <laughs> um, back in the early days someone called her AB and it's just stuck because it fits so well um, but yeah I can see there being some conflict because some people are like that ballsy and that they enjoy that confrontation they almost it's almost like they get a high off of the drama and so I can see them, you know, being like, why aren't you talking to me? And, and But in response, I'm also in Jocelyn's Park where it's like, like, I'll get to you when I can get to you, dude. Like, just, you know, give me a moment. Um, and Favor, what you brought up with the group chat, I think that is a really, really good idea. My only thing with that is that they cap it at 15 people, including you. So now it's only 14 people that you're talking to which could work well for high ticket, but I wouldn't do it for a, a freebie or a gifted or a low ticket kind of situation. That's what I think your Facebook groups or, or um, Telegram chats or those kind of group communities are for. But I could see it like if you had a um, high ticket program, see now I'm giving three brilliant geniuses an idea, I hope. So if you, if you have a high-ticket program, a coaching program or a consulting program specifically, and you have a segment or you do a an intensive where Clubhouse is involved and you get everybody on the app and, I don't know, use it, utilize it however, you know, Favor have described, um, that I can see. That I think that there could be some really interesting value there. I think it's harder... Um, I haven't tried, actually. I'm going to do this right now. Um, favors, I'm going to send you my website because I want to know if there's hyperlinks in this thing. Um, there are. Oh, yeah. So it is there. That's kind of cool. I don't know if that was covered yet, and I apologize if it was, but that's kind of cool. So you could have someone there to... Um, well, and that's the other thing. I know people that have, quote-unquote... Um, I don't know, I kind of, I want to be cool, but I can't think of the name, but like sleeper ninjas in the clubhouse rooms or whatever, you know, monitoring things for them and checking out bios and stuff like that. They've hired assistants to do that. I think what this could also be is like, I could bring on an assistant and say, everyone, this is Sally. My assistant is going, if, if you're looking for, I have a link that I'm going to send you for this special offer if you're interested send her a message she'll send the link so it's a little bit more transparent there i i don't know i'm just i'm literally spitballing this the first time i've seen anything i haven't played with with all of it and i'm gonna be quiet now because we're losing people i'm done speaking well i'm gonna lose more people and say um i got into clubhouse and they kicked me right back out i got really excited everyone on the zoom was like yeah yeah and i was like yeah no <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> I know. This is amazing. I'm glad that we're able to really do this because I know when we're back again in August for <laughs> for this Diacom versus Club of Analytics for Clubhouse Rooms, it's going to be different. So I would just say this, guys, for the ones who have who really stayed till the end, try and use Diacon or Clubhub to your maximum potential. See what works for you. If you're thinking about email lists, use it to your advantage. If you're using Green Room for Spotify, Podcast, Deezer, go ahead. If you have a product and you want to do giveaways, use Shopify. If you have Squarespace, I'm sure Wix would be somewhere hanging in the, in the low fruit over there. <laughs> so you can really <laughs> do anything that you want to do. I'm really having a good time because people are leaving for networking and, you know, it's a chill room. There's really not much marketing going on in here. So if you guys want to be part of this, make sure that you're able to tap into each of these platforms. And this is just a pro tip. Use, and we've talked about it earlier, use Eventbrite for leverage. You have a thousand people to invite. Use us a thousand people. And if you know how to use keywords right, especially with Eventbrite, because it has a high domain authority, then what you can be able to do is that the tags that you're given, those tags tell you how many events are running. So if you're talking about marketing, about entrepreneurship, business, fill up all those tags. It's like filling up a video tag on Pinterest. And then when you put that out there, that's organic traffic. So if you're having a room and you're scheduling a recurring room, people can start signing up prior to your room happening. So, I mean, you could take it or leave it, but that's what I'm going to start doing, guys. So with that said, I'm going to just let Jocelyn, Annabelle, and Ashley say your last words, popcorn style, before we close the room. Well, I think to to really just close out this this room slash podcast, I gotta say, if I could send gifts in the in, or in the clubhouse chat, I'd be hitting up Ashley so I could get some gifts made very specifically of me, uh, but you can't. So there's that. In the meantime, I'm gonna get on Clubhub and try to figure out some cool things to have for the next time we, we hop up into this into this room, uh, so I can you know chat away on that, and I'm gonna keep keep the mic going and pass it on. Well, yeah, you know, it's so interesting because I think that the the numbers from our rooms can be so empowering to us as creators because sometimes in the whole ecosystem of Clubhouse, we can feel like, you know, maybe my room wasn't the biggest one in the hallway today, or maybe it was, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, um, you know, that can feel really comparative, right? But when you look at, you know, if I were to go back and look at my rooms from February to now and really look at like the people who are in my community, I now have a community that comes every single morning to my rooms because we've been consistently creating content. And I learned about that and I started going, diving into that strategy because I noticed that pattern in my data. I started noticing like, wow, this information has a little bit of a community element. Oh my goodness, people keep coming back. Oh my goodness, these five people have come every single day for months and months and months. Maybe I could include them in a more powerful way. Maybe I could make them a moderator. And so this data, you know, and these new features like the back chat and these integrations with Zyrecon, they are empowering us to make a bigger impact. They're empowering us to better understand how our content is touching the lives of others. And to me, that is such a cool thing. And we haven't even like gotten into the power of what brand sponsorships are going to be. But I will say that the creator that has data, you know, from February till now is going to have a really great 
positioning when they go to a brand, right? Or even if you're just starting today, if you get clubhub.site or Direcon or CH Tools and you start tracking and then we meet you again in August, you're gonna be in a better position to go present your community or your rooms to brands. And so um, I love having this conversation and I love that it's ongoing because these apps keep adding new features in and it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see you know, how much more dynamic they can make it and how many more, you know, decisions we can make about how we create and what we create because of our numbers. So those are my final thoughts. Thank you. All right, everyone, this is Ashley and I'm gonna do this because no one else has. Be sure that you're following these moderators that I am here with on stage. They are amazing people. If you're wanting a high quality clubhouse experience, these are the people that are going to bring you the best content on the app. So be sure that you follow, hit that bell if they said something of value, go uh, send them some social love of, with that digital currency, follow them on Instagram and Twitter, and see us next time we are here. We've got some cool stuff going on and some great conversations always happening. Um, Pinterest and SEO marketing is the club that we are under. Hit the bell, follow the club, and you'll be notified of all of the upcoming rooms inside of Favors club here on clubhouse thank you so much for joining us favor mike back to you thank you so much ashley i really appreciate it you guys are awesome and jocelyn is also here having fun with some filters <laughs> so it's okay <laughs> it's okay this is why we love this place and and we're just excited to have you guys here please make sure you follow the club as ashley said RSVP, make sure that you know what's going on because this room is going to come back again next month. We're going to be in the middle of the month, so make sure that you're here because this is the third time. So the fourth time we're going in, we're going to have a lot more options. <laughs> we're going to have a lot of more Diacon and Club Hub analytics that's going to be there for you to use. And if you know how to use them, please make sure that you do. And also, if you have this chat feature enabled, please send us a DM in it's going to be very weird, but send if send us a DM, a meaningful DM, you know, something, you know, send what you think, because at the end of the day, you never know what connection you can bring. And Instagram has been great for that. So you can only imagine what can happen on Clubhouse. So make sure you guys are tapped in, click the link in our bios, catch on anything that you see there that really interests you. And we feel free to reach out to us. And we're so excited to have you here once again. This is the Pinterest and SEO Marketing Club. We've been talking about Diacon versus Clubhub Analytics for Clubhouse Rooms. And we're going to close out now. We've been here for almost two hours. And I'm so glad that we were able to be here and talk about this. So, guys, enjoy yourselves. Have a great evening, a great afternoon, wherever you are in the world. And a good night. And we'll catch you guys in the Clubhouse streets in the DMs, too. <laughs> Bye. I know you loved that episode. So if you want to join the Pinterest and SEO Marketing Club, make sure you click the link in the description and join us today. See you guys there.